Welcome back here to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I appreciate everybody who takes time to listen. Uh, I'm going to be talking about three different shows this last weekend. We had Friday night in uh, Leroy at a place called Houdini Spirits. And uh, Saturday was PK's Uncorked. And then Sunday we did a little recording over at the Nap House. And we did that full band. So that, that those videos should be coming out soon. Um, I was going to also talk about, I just got, I'm pretty sure the last show booked for our Colorado tour this year, um, which we're pretty pumped about, not till August, but you know, we've been, I mean, I've been trying to book the shows for pretty much since the beginning of January. So to get the last one done was pretty cool. Um, looking forward to that. Always a blast out there. It's just, uh. A whole different, whole different universe, really. So, looking forward to that. But anyway, okay. So back to the shows this last weekend. Um, Houdini's. We ended up and we did three piece. So uh, me, Dave, and Lo. Lo was pretty sick, but she toughed it out and uh, did the whole show, which was cool. I did the foot percussion because Dave really wanted me to. I uh, usually don't do it there. It's kind of a smaller place. And, uh, you know, a little bit more laid back. And sometimes it's fun to kind of go there and just just play acoustic. Um, But this time, Dave was having a bunch of people come out to see us. And he asked if I would do it because he, you know, he has a good time playing uh, congos and congas and bongos with uh, the foot percussion kind of holding down the the simple part of the beat. And then he gets to kind of go crazy, which is his forte. So I did an interesting setup. Not really that interesting. I just went back to the old way I would have done it before I got recently. I can probably the last six or eight months, maybe a year, I don't know. I got uh, a JBL stack, which is pretty much like a generic Bose. But um, I decided to not use that since we were doing three-piece. I think pretty much that's you know, it's only good in specific places, and if you're doing one or two people, guitar only, you know, guitar and vocal, um, and you get any of that foot percussion stuff or um, any of the backing track stuff that Blair does, doesn't really hold up. And it's just like, it, it really makes a difference where you put it. Um, but anyway, I got these, I've had these uh, Yamahas for a really long time, They're 700 watt, 10 inch powered speakers. And they just make every room sound great. Um, I was thinking with the JBL, you know, it'd be nice because it's a lot less to set up. Because, you know, with the Yamahas, you have to do the the mixer and plug the speakers in. And um, it's just a little bit less messy with the JBL. But, you know, it doesn't sound quite as good. So it's kind of a give-take thing. just depends on, like I said, the room, the pay, and... Uh, if it's just me or, but anyway, so I went back to the old way and, uh, I think that ended up and was pretty cool. Um, we, we were definitely loud, definitely on the loud side, but, uh, it's kind of a small bar. So, um, and I saw some videos after and they seem like it sounded pretty good. Although it was like the first couple songs that we played, which are all oftentimes the roughest, uh, especially on a three hour set. Because you kind of, a lot of times, I think, let the set warm me up instead of, I mean, I warmed up a little bit before, but 
not like an extensive one. You know, if it's like an hour set or 45-minute set, you pretty much have to warm up for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour beforehand. So um, when the, the, the owner is the person who takes the videos, and, she, you know, she's just trying to let people know that there's live music going on and come down, and it's best to do that early for marketing purposes. But for the musician, usually it's like the worst couple songs or the first two because you're still getting used to the sound. You're getting the levels kind of set in, and, uh, you know, you're not completely warmed up yet. And they're usually not, you know, the best songs necessarily. But it's still really cool that she tapes them because, uh, you know, you can watch it later and kind of get a general idea of what it sounded like because there's a lot there's so many shows that you do that nobody takes any footage for and then they're just lost and gone forever and it's just you know and kind of in your head how it sounded um which sometimes can be deceiving but uh there was a lot of people and i think it was a great show we uh ended up and got to try out uh one of one of my new songs i've been working on recording called the wheel which i'm pretty excited will be released sometime in the next few months, hopefully. I'm uh, actually doing this one all myself, recording-wise. So it's a little bit of like an indie folk song. Um, actually, this iPad that I'm recording uh, the podcast on is the one that I'm, I've am i been recording the, the song on because a buddy of mine from Pontiac, he uh, he pretty much did everything on his iPad for the longest time, and he had like an old, old, old one. And uh, uh, I, I would listen to these songs and just be like, how do you make it sound so good? Like, I can't believe that you did that. And recorded with the iPad microphone, not no extensions or anything like that. And uh, he always just told me it was just the iPad, and I never really believed him. But uh, I ended up and uh, broke down and bought, we got one uh, this year, probably around or last year around November, so I've been kind of doing, and there, it is crazy how good of a sound you can get, and he's been showing me some stuff too with it, which was helpful, but anyway, so I'm recording this new song, and uh, been working on it for a while, and Dave uh, actually plays congas in the actual recording, and uh, so it was fun to kind of start playing that one out, just new, new songs like that are always, always fun. But anyway, so that is uh, the Houdini show. The next night with PKs uh, in Pontiac, I was by myself. Laurelyn, I think, overdid it the night before because um, she was still feeling pretty sick. So, um, I mean, you could tell after we played that she was hurting pretty bad. So, um, anyway, I ended up and did foot percussion at this one as well, partially because... We were recording a couple songs at the Nap House, like I mentioned earlier, on Sunday. So I wanted to be, like, good and tight with uh, doing the foot drums. But uh, I, I've never used the foot drums at PKs before and uh, because uh, they're usually pretty, pretty worried about the sound being, like, too loud because there's people that live above it. And uh, this time I just went in with the mindset that, like, I'm going to totally just be as quiet as possible. So I dampened the my kick drum, and I put some tape on some of the bells on the tambourine. So everything was much quieter. Didn't mic any of those at all. I think it turned out really well. Um, and I did the same kind of old-school setup that I used to do, which I think works, works out the best 
uh, most places I do it. So that was good. The weather was pretty bad, so the crowd wasn't huge or anything, but, you know, 10 people in that place kind of seems like a lot. So um, Kyle Yap and Corey, uh, they, they stopped by because uh, Kyle was playing in town, so that was pretty cool of them. To, I don't know if they really knew I was playing, but they stopped and stayed for a couple songs, said hi and stuff, um, and he was playing over at Pub 13 after. Um, you know, for this show, I'd, I would say I didn't really get in a good flow ever. I don't know what it was. I Maybe too much caffeine before or something, but I, I like, couldn't... It seem, seemed like I couldn't really catch my breath necessarily, Um but, uh, and, you know, I, I do pretty much the same pre-show ritual every time I play. Um, so I, I don't know what it was. But uh, maybe it was just the, you know, the anxiety of playing by myself in a small, with a small crowd staring at me mixed with the overdoing the caffeine. But uh, ultimately it was fine. Uh, got through the show and I think it sounded good for the most part. And... It was, you know, it wasn't super packed like it is a lot of the times we play there, but it was still, it still got pretty busy at a couple, couple points. Um, and I did, uh, since Kyle stopped by, Kyle and Corey stopped by my show, I ended up and stopped over there after and uh, talked to Kyle a little bit. And uh, he, he was, he, he did a couple funny ones when I got in there. He did the, the shark song that like all the, all the parents definitely are super familiar with and then uh he did some other ones and took a break and uh we talked a little bit and he ended up and was like oh I'm gonna play these two songs that I know you like a lot and I was like perfect so he played um one of his originals called X's Doorsteps which I've always liked and uh he played Machine Gun Man which I I don't I can't remember who sings that song originally but boy does he kill it um he is uh you know, when he came to see me, it, like, made me a little nervous, I guess, because, like, I don't know, he hasn't seen me play with the foot drums pretty much ever, and I obviously value his opinion, um, but it seemed like when I showed up to watch him play, it's like he almost just got better. I don't know, he just, did, maybe it was because the songs were, like, some of my favorites and I was really into them, but, man, that guy really humbles you sometimes. So that was the Saturday, and then Sunday we did the Nap House studio recordings, which we have done, me and Lowe did once um, before we did When You're Gone and Horse. I think When You're Gone turned out really good, which that's a new single we just released, working on a music video for it right now. And then I do it, because pretty much I just did a soft release because um, I want, I feel like having a video right when you release a song is usually the... Cause People, people will stick around for the song lot longer if you have a music video for it because it's something to look at instead of just listen. But uh, So we've been working on ideas, at least, for the music video. And I actually talked to the guy, at, one of the guys at Nap House about maybe shooting one um, for it. I've been working on one myself, but it's, from, uh, it's sorting through footage from Colorado, the Colorado tour last year. And, uh, you know, it's just been kind of weighing on me and I don't know if I have enough footage because I lost all the phone footage. All I have is my camera footage, which is still pretty good, but uh, I think we just lost some some uh, videos for sure. 
But uh, anyway, so uh, that was the last time we played at Nap House. This t- and that was just me and Lo, like I said. This time was me, Blair, Lo, Kev, and Dave. So full band, uh, and it was in a different location uh, than the last one. The last one was in like their house basement. This one was in their warehouse. And uh, those guys are so awesome for, you know, putting putting this stuff together. They work so hard. Uh, I've been paying attention to, like, their Facebook and YouTube stuff, and they are putting out videos constantly. It seems like they have maybe close to hundreds. I, I don't know, but they, they put them out consistently, and they do it because they're just good, good guys. Um, and... Uh, so and it was cool that they let us do it once acoustic and then they let us do it once full band. We ended up and uh, did uh, this last time. We pretty much did everything and maybe I think we did one take. Maybe we did two takes of horse. I don't remember. But this one we ended up doing a few more takes of the song because we wanted to get it everybody's you know best performance. We wanted everybody to be happy with it. So Ride the Breeze, we did, uh, I think, like two takes, and both of those turned out pretty well. And then Planes, Trains was a little bit of a different story. I uh, don't feel like it went as well as I would have liked, uh, so I'm not really sure how the end, end product will be with that one. But it's crazy. They do four cameras, and uh, uh, they're just really doing a lot I think to support the scene the music scene around here because they shoot so many videos and they edit them and they edit the audio or mix the audio to make it sound good also uh kind of a cool thing is just uh we've been playing with Kev our bass player a lot more because we we have a full band show coming up this Friday and that's our first like full band show in a really long time and then he did the nap house thing like I said so um We've been uh, practicing with him a lot more, and it's always good to have Kev around. He has a has a good energy for sure. Um, but anyway, so this uh, show we have next week, we'll have that show on Friday, um, at, and that's at Distill, and that's like for a benefit. Um, so that'll be super cool. And then so I'll be talking about that next week, and. Uh, Saturday, I'm playing a little wine bar. I think it's in Gilman um, for the first time, so that'll be interesting for sure. I'm doing def- definitely one-man band for that one, um, and I think that's pretty much it. So that was the shows this weekend, and that's what's coming up. Again, we got the Colorado tour book, so that'll be mid-August. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good rest of your week, and I will talk to you next time.